is Dr. Tom Pritchard. You're listening to the numero uno podcast in all of professional wrestling, the Spanish announced table. The Spanish announced table. How was your week, Tom? Had an extended vacation this week because yesterday, October 2nd, uh, was my birthday. Ooh, and so I celebrated really? my birthday. Yes. Say, you know what? I didn't go on the Facebook. Uh, and I, I've known you several years now, but clearly not enough to remember what your birthday is. So Yeah, that's okay. Happy, happy birthday. Late. Thanks. Related. Yeah. This would have been, Tom, today, this would have been, uh, if, uh, if we were still recording that, uh, the one-year anniversary of the reboot of Tim and Tom. Yep, but that's not it. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, celebrated my birthday yesterday. Went to Port Fonda, a great Mexican restaurant. Yeah, okay. Oh, man, I had this dip. It was a guacamole dip, but guess what it had in it? Uh, I don't know. Egg, crab meat, peppers, cucumbers. It was so good. Was it? Yeah, it really was right. That yeah, that face you're making for those with the enhanced uh, radio. Things again, I, I I the egg I'm fine with, crab meat not so much. Crab meat was the best mm, part. Uh, peppers really? and cucumbers. Mm-hmm. Really, or did it just take like taste like rubber? No, what kind of crab just meat are chewing. you eating from Walmart? Crab meat is. T- I don't like much seafood because it generally just tastes like the butter that you have to slather on it. I'll, I'll what? Some salmon. I like some. Um, where do uh, you eat trout. your seafood? Uh, I mean, yeah, I've had some good seafood, but I've never really been a big fan of it. I, don't know, I hate shrimp. I, I don't like what? It. Yeah, you don't like shrimp? Yeah, I do not. Hold the hold the phone. Am I doing the <laughs> podcast with the Canadian Spanish bounce table? Who the hell is this guy? No, 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 no. You're right down here in the good old U.S. of A. Uh, you're not out there in Canada. Did you, did you have to get through the wall somehow? I don't think you got through the wall, did you? We're no, surrounded by a wall man. now, right? Isn't that how that's working? Right. Right. Yeah, but man, it sounds like I'm talking to the Canadian uh-huh. Spanish announce table because you don't like shrimp. Oh, no, it's not like that, eh? Yeah, do you not also like hugs? <laughs> I like I mean, hugs. Come on. I'm, I'm a good yeah. hugger. You'll see. Easy. Easy. That sounds rapey, okay? <laughs> Listen here, Kavanaugh. I don't, right. I don't need you hugging me. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we celebrated that. I got, and I don't care. Look, I'm ahead of this trend. Calling it right now, October third, two thousand eighteen. Say whatever, want a funny joke you want, but I got as a birthday gift because I asked for it, a fanny pack, mm-hmm. and that is the best thing in the world. Tom, it's not just any fanny pack for one, nor is it just a fanny pack from what you told me earlier. Yeah, I got four fanny packs, and one of them is a WWE Championship belt that I'm wearing to work on Fridays because Fridays I've already deemed as Fanny Fact Fridays. And so that's going to be a thing. And I'm wearing my championship belt. They all laugh at me, but they're dumb. You know why? Because they're men that put their wallets in their back pocket and then sit on it and go, oh, I have back problems. Yeah. Because you yeah. sit like an idiot. Right. Yeah. You put a big block under one side of your ass. <laughs> yeah. wonder why your back doesn't line up correctly, you weirdo. Yeah. So got this weird got... pain in the back thigh over here on my left side. It just really hurts a lot. I don't, I don't understand, Doc. <laughs> yeah. And so I got tired of I, – I was getting tired of, especially this year, uh, of taking my wallet out, taking my keys out, taking my phone out, setting it on my desk. And then having to do the whole, like, okay, where's my wallet? Where's my key? You know, because right. it's not on me. 
right. with the fanny pack. You just sit, and I wear it so loose that I don't even feel it. It sits to right. the right of my hip. Type. No, the solution was just to strap a purse around your waist. Yes, right. it is awesome. No, now I, I yeah, because now I use my uh, laptop bag essentially as my purse, my wallet, my my keys, yeah. and my yeah. stuff goes in there. You know, what I mean, I don't even throw my lunch in there if it's not if I don't need to refrigerate it. Yeah, and I well, I use a backpack, so uh, every day we take our computers home because we're a small business, right. and so you know, security's never top notch. I mean, we have the ADT and all that stuff, but you know what I'm saying? It's right. not like the Safer top with you of the top than it is sitting in there, probably. Exactly. So uh, with that. I have a backpack. You just got to make it out of the parking lot. Once you make it out of there, then you got to. Right. And and I work in a nice area. It's in the Waldo area. So, you know, it's nothing to really be too, you know, uh, apprehensive about coming up and, you know, visiting. But still, you never know. Right. People are weird. And so I have a backpack that carries my computer, my mouse, my lunch, uh, my power cord, all that stuff. And then I got my fanny pack with my wallet and my keys and my cell phone and the other gift I got because Emily is just the greatest girlfriend in the world. She got me AirPods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh man, have you ever experienced AirPods? I haven't, but fantastic. I mean, because the the reach of them, like I was, my phone was charging in my bedroom and I was downstairs putting dishes away and I had my AirPods in and it was still connected and I was still listening to uh, podcasts and my music. It was perfectly fine. And then I was listening to my music as I uh, got undressed to go to bed, you know, and then I took my AirPods off once I hit the bed, but yeah, they're the best AirPods home run. Love. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So that was my birthday. Monday I took off because I was like, might as well just take Monday and Tuesday off, right? Right. So Monday, just hung out, kind of low-key, didn't do much. Sunday, a lot of the same. Saturday, uh, the highlight of the weekend, the true weekend, was uh, we got puzzles. So tell you how exciting it got here. We got mm-hmm. puzzles. Mm-hmm. Friday night, uh, we went to a children's birthday party. Emily made unicorn cupcakes it was so good so it's a normal cupcake like uh mm-hmm. uh what is uh, confetti cake or something like that or some type of like uh it was almost like a vanilla cake you know what i mean mm-hmm. like cupcake right but it wasn't vanilla it was called like fun yeti or fun fetty or fun something fetty. like that it, yeah fun fetty that's what it is mm-hmm. and then she made like a unicorn face and then she cut off the, the bottom of um, ice cream cones for the unicorn and put it on the mm. cupcake. That was really tasty. I, well, yeah, I, I would let the listeners know how good they were, but I didn't get any. Well, did you want to go to a six year old's birthday party in independence, Missouri? I mean, if you, well, so before you hit that independence, Missouri part, I was considering it based on the cupcakes, but now that you think, you threw in that cherry on top of the independence, Missouri. I I don't know. It's a bit much now. Fun fact about when people say that independence, Missouri is the meth capital Uh of the world. Sure. That was, that was written in an opinion piece in the New York times in 1990. Right. So, you know, yeah. Suck it from the back with right. that whole shit. Yeah. It's really, I mean, whenever I've gone there, it didn't seem any different than most of the metropolitan areas around here. Yeah, it's just a little bit more poor, a little bit more diverse, and a little bit more fun. Right. Because of all the meth. 
You're an idiot. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? You're an idiot. All right. <laughs> so, okay. What'd you do? Um, what'd you do then? Well, you know, uh, we uh, started out the weekend doing another swim trunk soccer at a hard-fought victory, Tom, of seven and nothing. Uh, really had to dig in, you know, like just kind of grind it out. Seven and nothing victory there in a soccer game. Swim trunk scored his first goal of the season, so that was fun. Uh, yeah. See him act a fool afterwards, uh, but then the that evening, of course, went on to the bonfire with which I sent you a uh, little snapshot. Yeah, that was huge. Of, I thought you were mad at your family for a second. I thought you were burning the house down. We were burning some flooring, uh, some of the wood flooring that we had ripped up uh, while redoing the the flooring on the main level, uh, and that was one of the main reasons to do it. Right, plus it was you know nice evening. Had some friends stop by, um, and uh, you know s'mores, drinks, and fire. Right, I mean, what, what makes for a great Saturday evening? And Wait then, a minute, s'mores drinks? Like s'mores, you made a... comma, drinks, oh, okay. comma, and fire! Exclamation point! Um, you know, in that with a little eh, fire, uh, and then uh, we, we Monday had to just kind of anticipatingly get through work to watch a Monday night football game. Uh, highly anticipated Monday night football game, so that was fun to watch, and they pulled it out there at the end. Uh, by the way, did you know this little fun fact about that uh, come from behind victory there? Denver was 65-0 and 0, uh, in their last they – they had won 65 straight home games when they had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, the longest such streak in the NFL. Well, if Demarius Thomas just decides not to run his route anymore after being wide open to the point where it was comical – right. Then we're talking about how Patrick Mahomes kind of choked because right. what the hell was Demarius Thomas doing? He was so wide open, yeah, and he was just like, "Nah, fuck that ball. I'm gonna yeah. stay right here. Forget it." Like he could have, yeah, he could have just kept running. It was so stupid. Also, Patrick Mahomes on that game-winning drive, one million percent uh, had a delay of game. He called hike after the uh, clock was. At yeah, zero. there was another one too where like the. Uh, where he threw it when he was beyond the line of scrimmage, and they're like, well, oh, just yeah. any part of the body has to be touching the no. line. I was like, dude, barely, man. Like, even at yeah. that, like, his heel was barely grazing that. I was like, yo, that was a bad call. <laughs> that was a bad call. And then yeah. the most egregious thing of the entire night is ESPN. Stop with your forced nicknames. Yes. Patrick Mahomes is not going to be called Showtime. Boy, they were really but hammering I, that one home, weren't they? God, it was so stupid. <laughs> It's like like they're trying to be Sting, trying to make him cool. Sting in the hizza! Showtime. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. Yeah, right. it was exactly like that. They just kept on, and Showtime with the first down. Shut up. Yeah. You like, morons. It was like, uh, what was that Mean Girls thing? Like, fetch isn't a thing. Stop making fetch a thing. Right. It was the Showtime thing. Like, Showtime's not a thing. Stop making Showtime a thing. It was so annoying. And Jason Witten. No, he's boy, bad. Yeah. You are just hot garbage. Booger McFarlane, which Booger's just fun to say. <laughs> Booger yeah. McFarlane was really good. He was exceptional. I liked him. Yeah, he's but, I, but what when did we make him so special to give him like a rolling desk <laughs> across the field yeah. away from the away from the uh 
commentating booth. He was just hey. like, hey, check out this rolling desk. He was like a he was like a, one of those grandparents on those uh, help. I can't get up. You know, those uh, mechanical chairs that goes up the stairs. He was I, like on one of those things. I feel like if your name is Booger, you could just ask for a bunch of things and you probably just get it. Right. Because like. You know, it's just, uh, he's awesome, right? It'd be like, like, hey, who's gonna tell Booger no? Be like, hey, man, I need this. Uh, it's gonna be sweet. I'm just gonna ride around on this cart. That way, I don't gotta walk in and around, and people that just kind of get out of the way. I'll zip, zip, zip on in and out, right? And they'll be like, yeah, all right, let's get Booger a little cart, right? Playing him for as big he is too. He's not a small guy. You can tell that yeah. guy no. You know, right. nope, I won't. Booger. Go ahead. You want? You want to? You want a throne behind you as well? We'll make that happen too. Like, here we go. Uh, but yeah, it was good. It was a fun game. Uh, like I said, I think the I think the Broncos lost more than the Chiefs won. I'll agree game. with that. Um, but that's what you got to do, right? You got to keep uh, – what's the term I heard? You got to keep losing teams losing, right? Yeah. Well, one thing that I listened to on a national uh, radio show when uh, – one of the um, analytics guys that he had on the show, the analytics guy was like, yeah, if Demarius Thomas just keeps running, um, you know, the Broncos win. Like that was a either bad throw or, you know, miscommunication. And the host was like, yeah, that's what they do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what he like, did. The point of like, yeah, that's Yeah. They played to their strengths and their strengths right. are being stupid. Right. But, it was just so weird. Anyhow, good game. Kareem Hunt looked great. Man, didn't he look yes. awesome? Forgot about that guy the first time. Plowing over people and just, you know what I mean? Yeah, he wanted the CTE, didn't he? He yeah, was like, he give me all the concussions. He was leading with his head first on every run. I liked it. He seriously he looked like he was picturing everybody in his path as somebody that had just raped his sister. I mean, he was just like, just running through people, putting the wood to him, man. It reminded me because of how delayed the the force of the action was uh, with the leading of the head because yeah. it was kind of like the last thing he did. It reminded me of like those news bloopers where the uh, girl goes out to the farm and one of those like goats head butts the <laughs> news reporter down to the ground yeah. just out of nowhere. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. No, it's a fun game. And then, yeah, fun weekend overall. You know, got to see some friends and, you know, fun soccer game with the – with the boy and then uh, you know back to work back on the grind and back to this slaving away in the podcast uh cellar here in table show studios um both campuses. can i tell you something here yeah today was my first day back at work uh for the week mm -hmm. and it already feels like a long week mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. It, doesn't that the worst when the short weeks feel longer yeah yeah all right so uh Let's talk about some news before we get into discussing the storylines and, and the television shows. We'll do that in the next segment. What you got some new stories we were going to touch on. Sure do. Let's start off with friend of the show, mm -hmm. uh, Punishment Martinez making the news. Mm -hmm. So it looks like former ROH TV champion Punishment Martinez is officially done with Ring of Honor and is headed to the WWE, according to PW Insider and F4WOnline.com. At last night's tapings, which this was done on September 30th, uh, in Las Vegas, Martinez not only dropped his title, but was said to be saying his goodbyes in the locker room after the event, as this was his last scheduled date for ROH. Martinez's contract with Ring of Honor actually expired last month before the all-in pay-per-view, and he decided not to sign a new new deal with intentions of being a free agent moving forward uh 
moving forward, ROH had invested quite a bit of time into Martinez over the last couple of years because, man, he was like their mainstay yeah. mid, middle middle Carter, mid Carter uh, for a, a while. But now Dave Meltzer reports that he is headed to WWE slash NXT, um, where uh, he's probably going to get that good old big cast kind of push. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what he can do because, you know, he's 6'6". Six, six, he looks mean. He's got a name like Punishment Martinez. Maybe he keeps it. Maybe he doesn't. But I think uh, he's got a couple dollar signs behind him as far as what we could do with him, WWE speaking. Um, so we'll see. But, yeah, friend of the show headed to WWE, done, done with Ring of Honor. Yeah, I don't know if he's at that level where they'll they'll let him keep his name without much of a fight. Like they do it for some people that are – it's like – Hey, so it, would, it would be forced to do anything else, right? Like right. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, it, it really would like, yeah, sure, we could do it, and we would avoid some of these contractual weird issues we're gonna have, but nobody's gonna believe you're anything but AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. A punishment Martinez, probably not the same case. So you may see him get a name change, but uh, definitely go back and check out our archives and listen to that interview. That was real good. Yeah, great guy, fun to talk to, really insightful, really uh, good perspective uh, on his career, so I like it. 2018, is the TV title in any promotion really make much sense anymore? And everything on TV, as it were? That's what, I know that, you know, we have uh, Zack Ryder calling himself the internet champion, and I don't know if he still does, but that's how he became really famous, right. you know, with his self-push calling himself the internet champion. But I think that should be the thing. I think we should be calling ourselves the internet champion, right? You make YouTube-exclusive matches right. where it's a championship defended. You don't want to call it the YouTube title because then you're giving YouTube kind of a free plug there. So just call it the internet title. Mm-hmm. And you can also host it on your own website, you know, so it's outside of YouTube. Worldwide web champion. Yeah, something like that. But <laughs> Something not yeah, like I think, that. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying something in the regards to you're only yes. going to be right. on the internet. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's TV title makes me think of, like, stunning Steve Austin, you know? Right. It's a little, little dated. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, what else we got? We got some more news on some folks. Well... So it looks like Punishment Martinez is headed to the WWE. Another guy who is leaving the WWE is Neville. And Neville finally made his first pro wrestling appearance since parting ways with WWE this earlier this year. Uh, the former Cruiserweight champion made his return to Dragon Gate promotion. Uh, and he teamed with the R.E.D. stable. That's how it said. I'd say red, but they say R.E.D., so mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know Dragon Gate that well, so feel free to fill me in. Last time I asked uh, the listeners to fill me in on that whole Bullet Club thing, they, man, they caught me up to speed super quick, so yeah, catch me up on this. Good. Yeah, they came in yeah. good with that. Yep. Yeah, so catch me up on this Neville. At uh, Table Show here. on Twitter. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, he made his return, looked like a million dollars. You know, he's jacked to the gills. He did his fun little shooting again? star. Yeah, he's Pac now. But he did a shooting star press, you know, 580 flips and shit. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how he does. He could go one of two ways, right? Like in 2018, you can go the way of Cody Rhodes or you can go the way of Jack Swagger. And so we yeah. will shall, we shall see which way he goes. But it's you a You want to be a Rhodes, not a Swagger. Exactly. You want to be a Rhodes, not a swagger. 
Although Jack Swagger will be making his Bellator debut next year, so maybe he's going the MMA route. But yeah, again, with independent promotion uh, in pro wrestling is what we're speaking of specifically. Uh, So we shall see. But like I said, it's a good first step to be on Dragon Gate. I've heard of Dragon Gate. It's not some, you know, championships of Iowa or some bullshit like that. It's a real promotion, so it's a plus. It's a step in the right direction. This isn't like... Middle Eastern Ohio Extreme Championship Wrestling. Yeah, like what the hell is that? No one's heard of that. Got our quarterly show coming up next week. All right, what's the next thing we got? Well, last story I got for you here is kind of a layup as far as news goes, but it's still news. Uh, As reported last month, WWE has signed Rey Mysterio to a contract and are getting ready to debut him on SmackDown Live. Looks like... Here in two weeks, the SmackDown 1000th episode, Mm. we shall see the return of one of the most charismatic baby faces of all time in WWE history, Rey Mysterio. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it fits in timing-wise with this 1000th episode of SmackDown, which is fun. I can't wait for that. Um, But, yeah, I just don't know what he does. But, I mean, whatever he does is he'll do whatever the Jeff Hardy thing does. Is You know, he'll get in a feud with someone, especially maybe a younger person. It'll be kind of one of those, like, you know, hey, I really want to work with this kid on the roster, whoever it is, right? I don't want to say younger, but more of a this current era star, you know, who hadn't had a chance to, to go with Mysterio. Well, I think they do one of two things. If they keep him on SmackDown, which they debut him on SmackDown 1000 and then just say he's here for good. Because they could move him, right? You know, sometimes you make a special appearance, then you go somewhere else, right? Right. But if they keep him on SmackDown, I think the easy layup, what they're going to do, and it's kind of annoying, but the matches will be fun, is they do Rey Mysterio versus Cien Almas, right? Yeah. Like, they just try to replicate Alberto Del Rio with Rey Mysterio, or Chavo Guerrero with Rey Mysterio, or Sin Cara with Rey well, yeah, Mysterio. yeah, they're both multi-generational Mexican wrestlers. Yeah, right. all the stuff. Right. So I think that's going to be the layup as far as the easiest booking possible, right? You get that. It's fun, yada, yada, yada. What I would do is he is a marquee name that at least people will give a chance to, right? Like if you hear a Rey Mysterio match, you might not watch the buildup to it, but you're going to say like, okay, we'll, we'll see what we got here, right? Put him, for God's sakes, on 205 Live, right? You already have the Lucha Party, you know who a great leader of the Lucha Party would be? Fucking Rey Mysterio. Or, you know who would be a great adversary to the Lucha Party? Mm. Rey Mysterio. Rey <laughs> like Mysterio, it's, yeah. It's built in right there. And then you start with that. Then you can go and say, you know, I'm the godfather of this uh, division. Cedric Alexander turns heel. He says, actually, I'm the current and future of this division. Past meets present. Do a match as a kickoff to a pay-per-view coming up, you know, Survivor Series, and there we are. We're off to the races. At least I'll pay attention to that match, unlike a Cedric Alexander versus fill-in-the-blank that I don't care about, right? Right. Or even Rey Mysterio as a godfather of the division and the greatest high-flyer of all time going up against no-fly zone Drew Gulak, right? Like, that has legs to it, too. I just want him to go to 205 Live. I think he's he will get 
older people to watch the show. I think he'll get more casual fans to watch the show. Yeah. I think that's where he needs to be. I think they should flood a lot more of some of this. I say smaller. It sounds, you know, like a detrimental thing to say, but it's, it, I like it. I mean that like they, some of these smaller guys, but are really good should go to two Oh five. Look, you're never, they're not going to make Adam Cole, the WWE champion. Any right. damn time soon, right? Anytime mm-hmm. soon. So put those guys on 205 Live. Now, what happens there is if somebody rises to the top of that and is a major draw, then you can bring them over and put them in on one of these main rosters. Mm-hmm. But if you had guys like that, Ricochet, um, you know what I mean? Like the Kyle Adam Riley. Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, all those guys over on the 205 Live and made it that style of show, hey, you know, I'm down. Right. And I even think adding Rey Mysterio to a 205 live show will keep the crowd that goes to a SmackDown in their seats. Right. So if you say SmackDown's main event is uh, AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan versus The Miz and um, Samoa Joe. Right. Like that's your main event. Yeah. But then they tell the during one of the commercial breaks, they say, hey, after the SmackDown main event, be sure to stay tuned to, you know, uh, stay with us for 205 Live as Rey Mysterio takes on, um, you know, Buddy Murphy or right. what, or Adam Cole. Right. Well, so, like, and they're missing the the reality here about 205 is they keep expecting that brand to help make those stars. But that brand was never built, right? Like, you've got to build the 205 Live brand before you can throw a bunch of people and get us to watch and see who's on it. Right? Like, if, if you made 205 the spot where some of the biggest names in wrestling were – well, then we're going to watch it. And then you start sprinkling in. I don't even know who's on it, man. Like, yeah, I tried Murphy, to watch. Yeah. I've tried to watch a couple times, but they're boring. Like, they don't have any juice to them, man. Yeah. And again, me and Anthony, uh, friend of the show, Anthony Sharkbit Guterres, we get into lengthy debates because he likes to watch it because he watches it because it, they're doing physical feats that he couldn't do on his own. Right. So it's impressive. And I agree. Some of the things that they do are impressive. I showed you that one clip where they did the suplex outside of the ring and then another suplex, you know, where they went over the ropes. That is impressive. But my thing, but my thing with that is, okay, you did it once you do it again. Now it's expected. You do it a third time. I'm bored. It's just, and so what you're doing and it's never made it more interesting for me to watch in just with no context there. Like, it's just the middle of just a random match on 205 Live. Like, you yeah. didn't sell it. You, there's no storyline going on with this either. I mean, there may have been a storyline in that particular. I don't know. But, like, right. none of that really that made – Right. None of it made sense or was built to this, like, awe-inspiring moment. It had to be shown to me by my friend. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just – I don't know. And the matches have been really good. I've caught a couple. They've been fantastic. But – there's no juice to it, like you said. Mm. For example, the uh, in Impact Wrestling, the LAX versus the OGs, that wrestling is not to the level of a Cedric Alexander-Buddy Murphy match, right. but the intensity and storyline and complexity and layers to it, mm. I want to watch that more yeah. than I want to watch a 650 <laughs> double backspin or whatever. Ten times out of nine, you heard me correctly, ten times out of nine I'm picking the, the Impact match over that 205. Yeah, if it has a story, you know. Right. No, so, this particular yeah, setting that right. you're talking about, yeah, this LAX exactly. versus that set. Right. Ten right. times out of nine. 
Yeah, I want to watch a new Joe Hendry music video in response to Katrina or Grado more than I want to watch a battle royal for the 205 number one contender. And like, I guess that's we're different. I, I mean, like, uh, clearly, Anthony, Shark Vegateers, friend of the show, uh, awesome professional fighter, uh, clearly thinks otherwise. He doesn't value what we value, I guess, as much because he'd rather watch right. them do the feats of strength. Yeah, but guess Circus. what? All yeah, all the greatest draws in the world had a storyline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just that. All right, well, why don't we take a break then on that note, and we will come back, and we're going to talk about the week that was, some of the stuff that stuck out to us, some of where these storylines are going, kind of give our opinions on it when we come back to the Spanish announce table. Fun fact, Lita was the first woman to be drafted during the 2002 inaugural brand extension draft. <laughs> The Spanish announce table. All right, well, let's run through the week. Let's see what uh, what do we want to talk about here. We got more Dean Ambrose ambiguity. Huh? Which way is he going? Is he left? Is he right? Is I, I like the sprinkling in where he kept being like, you know, the funny thing is, I could be Intercontinental Champion right now. <laughs> you know, like I like well, those. Yeah, and I even like that he wasn't so – Baron Corbin gave him the the opportunities, right? But then took them all away. Right. So it wasn't like Dean Ambrose said no to a right. world title or intercontinental title match. He just looked at him like, are you serious? And then as soon as he could even answer, it was taken away from him. So when he did say later on in the night, like, you know, I could have well, been WWE Because, uh, hey, Dean, where were your boys coming out to say, no, nah, man, here, I'll give you a shot. Come on, let's pick me. Pick me, the universal champion. Go for the, you know what I mean? Or your boy say yep. in the spirit of competition, right? Give my boy a chance here, right? What does it matter, right? Right? Yeah. Right? Right. Right? Right. Uh-huh. Yes. Hmm, yeah, I like it. I like that he's kind of uh, frustrated and upset about the whole thing and being like, man, why should I? You know, like, hey, hey, man. And I like that he was like, is there truth to what he said? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like, I mean, he said this. That's fact. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Have I thought about it? Well, yeah, I think a lot of things. Right? I liked all that. That was fun. I did, too. And can I make a side note? Baron Corbin is probably the best heel general manager in recent memory for me. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. I, Very despisable. You know, yeah. Know. And his, his promo is still clunky as far as, like, Line, 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 pause, line, 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 pause. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he has a, he has a face that you want to punch, but he's six foot 10 or whatever it is. So, you know, you really couldn't kick his ass necessarily, but he also has this, this arrogance Uh where you're like, I hope all bad things happen to you. This is a great way for him to get in that practice though, because he doesn't have to go toe to toe and. Uh, do the thing like where Bray Wyatt could go on the mic, right? So they put him in all these feuds and he lost a bunch, right? So Baron Corbin, we're going to put him in a bunch of these feuds and he's going to not be as well. So the crowd's going to be warmer to the other person. So they're going to go with that guy. And and mm-hmm. then, you know, yeah, well, tough breaks, kid. But here he gets a chance to kind of do that without really having to assert himself in these long-term things and with people getting the better of him or just kind of getting lost in right. the shuffle. He's always in the spotlight and talking. Right. And that's what works good for him as he transitions, you know, later 
hopefully way down the line into just being back to a full-time wrestler right. is yeah, he can make a match where he's trying to put Seth Rollins in a bad spot and oh, that dastardly heel. Well, Seth Rollins overcomes, but the, the obstacle, but that's not necessarily bad on Baron Corbin because then he could just move on and say, well, Dean, now you're next, you know? And it's, he's not, he, he doesn't look stupid because he's not getting pinned. He's right. sending someone else to get pinned. Dolph Ziggler, fill in the blank, you right. know? So I like him. He's, he's doing really well. Uh, except like when he comes out and he's like, no, your match is non-title and your match is non-title. Uh, like Dolph should have been like, Hey man, <laughs> what the hell, man? That's You know what I mean? Like, no, why, why can't this be for the title, man? Like, I thought we were boys. Nope, and, not nope. that good. Nope, We are you, not man. that tight. Yep. Ronda Rousey showed up. They hyped that up pretty much. Did you care about that? I'm Look, Ronda Rousey's throws are so incredible, and they are appointment viewing for me to watch. I enjoy her matches, right? But mm. just like 205 Live... You can only do the move so many times, and I want something else. Right. And so the throws are impressive. No girl in pro wrestling, or even MMA, if you want to get real with it, can throw another human like Ronda Rousey, right? And so it is God-awe-inspiring cool Mm. to see. But pick a lane, Ronda, right? Like, I'm tired of the... You've been here now since April, and it's October. And I'm not saying I'm quick to judge, but get over the whole, oh, wow, it's so great to be here. We get it, okay? Cool. Yeah, right. Bailey's supposed to be the one that's just awe-inspired on being on Raw. You need to get that fierce walking into the UFC fight that we love because that was what what made you cool. This whole, hey, this is so cool. Yeah, your Look poster smile cheering. isn't really yeah. doing anything Get for me. Get out of here. Because if you're the baddest person in the world, the baddest person in the world doesn't give you a warm, fuzzy yeah. hug. They the baddest person in the world isn't, you know, talking cats with Natty. Exactly. So pick a lane. or the, And that's what I mean. Pick a lane. If you want to go and be Natty light, right? Yeah. <laughs> Natty. Natty light, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Uh, fine, then go that way. But she if you're gonna be called. Should absolutely have a mini me running around, call her Natty Light. Yes. Oh man, that would Please. be fun. Somebody that's a uh, graphics whiz work us up a uh, a little, you know, a little. What do they call those? Like a little test, uh, a little test run of Natty Light. Let me see something for that. Yes. But Rhonda, if you're going to be called the baddest woman in the world, you're going to have this gnarly looking game face that they always zoom in on, then then go in on it, right? Like turn something up to 10 because right now you're giving us two things at a four to a five level mm-hmm. and I just don't care anymore. Yeah. And it's not like, like I said, it's not like the character can't be saved from a storyline perspective, but we got to do something here because I'm wearing thin with the, it's so great to be here. Throw, throw, armbar. Well, and Next. how about we run into somebody that, like, gives her a reason to focus, right? Like, because, yeah, we've had some matches, right? But she's decidedly been the monster, right? So, I mean, like, I don't. And that's a, that's what I'm saying. So, if you're going to be the monster, be the Goldberg, Nia Jax monster where it's like, oh, shit. 
but then don't do this whole like, hey, yeah. Bellas, this is so nice. No, I think personally, and we'll get into the super showdown in a little bit uh, on the on the third segment. I think eventually this is what is going to happen is Nikki Bella is going to turn on Ronda and that's where we're going to get the focus and the fire from Ronda. But in the meantime, pick a lane. Yeah, Nikki Bella going to give her the cunt punt, huh? Mm-hmm. You're the old Kansas City cunt punt. Kansas City cunt punt. Just right. 2018. Cunt punts for everyone. Right in the middle of the ovaries, man. Just right in the crack. middle of that Divas title. Right. Yeah. Right. Splitting the moose knuckle right down the... All right. We are going to talk about... Uh, boy, one of the Ascension got a win again. Two weeks in a row. Isn't that fun? Yeah. I mean, way to go, NXT champion Bobby Roode. Uh-huh. What are you doing? Can that, can that be another guy that we just fire? Yeah, th- this isn't going to do anything anymore, right? Like, the Glorious is going to slowly fade away and... I don't even do it anymore. It's not that fun yeah, anymore. No. What? And if we're all being honest, if we're all being honest, Bobby Roode didn't make the glorious song glorious. Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano made the glorious song glorious. Right. So you didn't even really do this on your own. Yeah, I forgot that was them, but yeah. Yeah, it was them who did the whole glorious videos and Bobby well, Roode playing and when the was, Yeah, when... <laughs> Look, Rude's biggest moments, even in TNA, were because of like because of the storyline with Storm, and then when he was doing the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen with Daniels and Kazarian, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's always been the benefactor of being in the right place at the right time. I think. Now he also looks the part, so that also helps. Oh, and as he's well. good. I mean, you know, he's right. like, he, yeah, yeah, right. He's not terrible. Like, he can go in the ring and do a serviceable match and everything, and just. But, but yeah, with his, right. Yeah, with his age. And the miles already on his body, and it feels like we've done everything and isn't going any higher. Let's just let's just get this out of the way. Have him turn on Gable. Have Gable turn on him. Let's get the fun match. Let's push Gable to the moon. I think Gable's age, athleticism, wrestling style, goofiness, seriousness—he can do it all. Like I said last week, I think he's the most underrated wrestler in pro wrestling today i feel he is kurt angle 2.0 let's push this guy to the moon he's what made uh american alpha american alpha he's what's making this fun little uh you know bobby Roode says tonight's gonna be and then chad gable cuts him off and says glorious how was that was that fun and you know that's annoying yada 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 bobby Roode, get out of here chad gable to the moon yeah i remember watching the thing about nxt back in the day when they were like well we knew jason jordan like had a personality and we just couldn't get it out of him. They were like, so we paired him with Gable because we knew, like, you know what I mean? Like, those guys would just have fun. He'd bring it out of him. Like, they even knew then, before he was even on TV, they're like, oh, he can help make somebody better. Yeah. And they need to capitalize. Uh, that's another perfect example. If you're not going to push him to the Intercontinental Championship, because that's where I think he tops off, even though. If I'm writing this, I'm putting him in the Daniel Bryan kind of spot where it's the little man overcoming the corporation kind of thing. You know, 2.0, not the same exact thing. But if you're not going to go that way, right? And I get it. Then make him the mat-based wrestler that throws these fucking dudes all around the ring in 205 Live and say, I'm the best mat wrestler in a league of high flyers. Right. Don't think I can fuck you. Right, exactly. 
I don't give a shit about your Hurricane Rana. I'm a, you know, almost went way too crazy on that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put you in a chicken wing and make you cry uncle. You yeah, know, somebody like tries that. to do a Hurricane Rana and he just like turns it into this crazy like leg. <laughs> well, just like this yeah. crazy submission. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Right. Or he just catches it and throws it into a suplex. You know, right. he becomes mini suplex machine. You could do that with him. That's what I'm saying. I think he has it all. And I think he can cut good promos. Push him to the moon. Like that. All right. Uh, what do you think about Alexa Bliss calling out Trish Stratus, saying she big-timed her when she was a kid? Made her cry. Tim, if I'm being honest <laughs> with you, yeah. and I'm not trying to be mean. Uh-huh. You just are. But evolution, I don't care. This nothing <laughs> about this is cool. Yeah. Nothing about it. Nothing about it. Again, I think Super Showdown, the Ronda Bellas get the win. Afterwards, the Bellas jump Ronda in the ring saying, we carried you. We taught you everything. It's that'll be world. Your main- Go back. That, and that'll be your main event of evolution, past versus the present, yada, yada, yada. They'll do a fine job. But everything else I, and including that, I do not care. And I'm so sorry. I don't feel like anyone is clamoring for this. Is there any, is there any, uh, bubbling movement on Twitter for Christ's sakes about, we want an all women's pay-per-view. It's not there. We want women to be treated like adults. And we want adult storylines and we want more than you're ugly. I'm ugly. I'm ugly. You're ugly. That's the storyline stuff where you took my makeup. I'm going to beat you up over it. Because if we're pushing for women's equality, I'm not pushing for women separate, but equal. Like just do better storylines in the women's division with good athletes and put them on the regular shows. I'm fine with that. Yeah. And I'm, and I really enjoy the Beck, like my favorite storyline in all of wrestling is Becky Lynch and, and Charlotte yes, right now. I feel I like they consistently hit home runs every time. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, you can also say up there, but uh, from a bigger overall picture. So it's not as if I hate women's wrestling because I definitely don't. But to make this Alexa Bliss Trish Stratus, I mean, did you want that? Nope. Did anyone? I don't I want to see Trish Stratus ever again, actually. Like, it doesn't bother me. Well, like, I was never like, I really want to see Trish Stratus wrestle again. I like, I like, well, I like Trish Stratus if she came back to defend the honor of being the greatest of all time, right? So if you would have built Charlotte yeah. and said, and had Charlotte say, like, I'm the one. greatest women's pro wrestler of all time, and then you hear the, ha, 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 and then Trish Stratus walks out, and I'm like, oh, okay. Let's do this. Did you record that it, uh, yeah. laugh track back in the day? You didn't know that was Read me. the voice on Yeah, that was good. Yeah, you didn't know that was me? I didn't that's know me. it was you. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's where you where you get all your 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 wealth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just Royalties living off of one laugh track. Right. So there it is. I don't actually have a day job. Ha ha ha. So <laughs> there it is again. Right. Money. So <laughs> So if that's the Trish Stratus that's coming back, okay, right? Like, I'm all in for that one. But Alexa Bliss felt slighted as a kid. First off, you're just showing the age of Trish Stratus. Right. 
dickheads. <laughs> and second, no one wants this. It's just well, and again. Alexa Bliss is like a lying, cheating, stealing Eddie Guerrero type heel. We don't believe her. Yeah, like, so it's a lie. I right. don't believe her. Yeah, you're basing this off of a dumb lie that no one cares about. Right. All right. Ugh, it's just, it's sad. 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 Like a Donald Trump tweet. Sad. Mm-hmm. AOP back to fucking people up again. I like that. Well, and it's about as coherent, too, the storyline. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, AOP, AOP back- though. Yeah. Yeah. And did you like little uh, Drake Maverick looking like a like an adult now, wearing <laughs> right, the, yeah. the boys' clothes from a J.C. Penney store? Like didn't, he doesn't look like a, a silly goof. Didn't look like Hornswoggle joined the Shield. <laughs> right. right. He actually looked like a like a like a real boy. Right. Yeah. So good for him. <laughs> All right. But yeah, AOP. I've told you this. You know, I love the whole we don't talk. We fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. We're coming to your town. We're going to we fuck up whoever. And we leave. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to fuck up anyone we want in this town. You try to stop us. Right. That is that is their calling card. And that's what I love. I've always been a mark for that. Like, that's why Goldberg hit with me so quick is because it was just, I'm here to fuck shit up. And I'm going to go to every town and fuck shit up. And it's on you to stop me. Right. I'm not stopping. Right. Like full oh, steam ahead. Shit. It's yeah. it's what the it's what they tried to make happy go lucky with Mojo Raleigh, right? Like it mm-hmm. done in a more aggressive real way, right? Where it's just I am full adrenaline. I yeah. don't stop. This isn't me getting hype. I'm walking in the door this way and I'm yeah. barreling a smoke filled hole right out the back of the building. On my way out, I'm just steamrolling through. We're going. Let's go. Yeah. Now, that's the baby face version of it, and I love that. I've always liked the, no, I'm just doing this so I don't go to jail, right? Like, I need some way to physically hurt people because I've got some fucking aggression, and I'm going to hurt everyone. And someone better stop me or else everyone's getting these hands. Well, we'll talk a little (laughs) bit. Like Braun Strowman. Right. You know, because Braun Strowman there for a while was just right before WrestleMania and was just yes. like, I'm going to beat everyone up. And everyone was right. like, oh, shit. And everyone loved it. Well, And that's what AOP is, right? They come in, they scream, they yell. These are intimidating guys. These are, if they walked into your house right now and started doing that, you would be scared. You would no. be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? Like, you'd like start would... looking around for weapons. No, I just give them everything. Right. Just give them everything. I, they scare me so much. I couldn't even like the fight or flight. It's coward. It's uh-huh, not yeah. even flight. I don't right. even have the, I don't even have the balls you enough would, to run away from you them. Would I empty just all cowed. available bodily fluids immediately upon sight. Yep. Yep. It, from the shortest route possible. I'd commit a crime for them. That's <laughs> right. how much I'm, I'm afraid of them. Right, they yep. like, you have to rob a store, but guess I'm robbing yes, a store. I would. Yep. 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 Let's Gotta go guys. It. Can I get one of the suits to No. Okay. All right. Yeah, no. <laughs> Boy, Elias found the nerve to push for the city of Seattle, didn't he? <laughs> that was that was my favorite moment. Oh, and man. Seattle, credit to you, because this is two times that you've made memorable uh <laughs> moments on Raw. So the first yeah. one 
was a more traditional wrestling thing, right? Because they had all the champions. They're like, fuck all those people in the ring. Our champion's Daniel Bryan. Fuck all this shit. We're hijacking the show. And that was awesome. That was so awesome. To where legends were having to concede that, like, Daniel Bryan's the man. I think that was the moment where everyone was like, no, Daniel Bryan's the fucking man. He's got it, right? (laughs) This time around, though, Jesus Christ. (laughs) It, it it rolled even it got where it's like they like he said it so everybody started going boo because they knew they were supposed to and they were like hey you know what man nah fuck that i'm tired of hearing about this like you suck oklahoma city sucks and they just like we're like no this is not over like you boo yeah they and got then, their second wind i felt like they got their second wind when he mentioned oklahoma city like it was <laughs> hey all right we're fucking tired of hearing about the seattle supersonics leaving town but now you're bringing up the fucking oklahoma city thunder and that city sucks so fuck them fuck you and I fuck love all how, at one point kevin owens had to like start talking to like are we gonna keep doing this like we gotta like are we just gonna leave or we gotta and credit to them for talking over yeah. and then still mix it in he's like this is why they left you <laughs> <laughs> that was the best moment god they just went oh, on they went, yeah like you said because then Leo Rush comes out, and man, what a missed opportunity. Oh, he yeah. missed an opportunity. And I get it because he's so scared. He's saying every line that's given to him. But they were still, like, I think they were trying to start over the booze a Let's Go Sonics chant, like another like right. subsection of that crowd trying to start that. And uh, Elias had to turn his back on Leo Rush and be like, we get it already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They did yeah, not I, like that comment at all. Oh that is the most God. natural heat I've heard for anyone in I don't know how long, if I ever have. Like, I remember Vicky Guerrero getting booed, but at one point that, that became just a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the closest thing I was thinking of. Because, yeah, initially it was, oh. fuck you, Vicky. We don't want to hear you. And then it turned into, well, no, now we're just going to go with right. this. Fuck you. That's not what this was. <laughs> this was pent up frustration and anger. It was booing at so much more than Elias and Kevin Owens. It I was mean, how booing. many years old is that problem for Seattle, too? I mean, it's been. I think, yeah, I think they left in 2007. Right. 2008. Yeah. Yeah. And so 10 years, we're going on 10 plus years. And yeah, I think that was booing at billionaires who could bring us a, 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 a basketball team to Seattle. It was booing Adam Silver because they knew they were on TV. Well, and it was such it was a passing everything. comment in his thing, too. It wasn't even his main digs. Like, he was just like, yeah, it was a ridiculous, like putting a basketball team in Seattle. And it's just like, oh, man, the horrendous. Oh. <laughs> onslaught God, was, later oh yeah that was so fun that was so great yeah i thought leo rush missed a, an opportunity and because of how long the booing lasted i wish there was a writer or someone that could think on their feet and you could have easily said like the easiest layup line i think you could have said was leo rush leo rush comes out and he's still getting there's still booze over leo right. rush because they don't shit of the segment no anymore. yeah no it was about booing those two guys right. But you could have easily said, you know, this Saturday at Super Showdown, just like Gary Payton and Sean Kemp, Bobby Lashley and John Cena are going to rain 
over mm-hmm. Kevin Owens and Elias because, you know, Sean Kemp's nickname was the Rain Man. Right. You could have said that. And then you could have had them all in the palm of your hand. Like, you could have said something like yeah. that. That's yeah. what I was like. God damn it. Someone be there and, like, help this kid. Because I don't think he knew. He's too fucking young. He was well, yeah, because then it, yeah, it, it made everything that followed, especially with the storyline, and this time Lashley wasn't able to make the save. Like, all of that just fell because the crowd was so spent. Like yeah. they, they they had to find a way to call an audible and all of that situation. I don't just don't think they were prepared for that. Who would have thought that their biggest moment of genuine heat in a decade or more would have come from that? <laughs> like, it's perfect. I oh, loved it. Loved it. That, that was, was my favorite. Uh, yeah, that's I was been, laughing that's my... so hard the whole time. Me too. Yeah, that was my favorite moment from a crowd all year. Definitely, it oh, was so awesome. For even I can't even I. I'd say probably since the Money in the Bank punk uh, Cena deal, have I like just been in well, all I the like, crowd? Yeah. Like wow! I like, yeah, I liked when they hijacked the same yes, crowd. Yes, the hijacking, right? The the awesome. Yeah, some of the early ones that were booing Roman Reigns out of the building, like from the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. days, those kind of things. <laughs> yeah, those were good too. But Man. this one so good. All right, well, and then uh, the Brothers of Destruction, destructed stuff. What a great finish from 2000. Right. Wow. Yeah. Those young talents right. over. Uh-huh. Christ almighty. First off, Kane, I get it. But, like, if you're going to be fat, then shave your chest because now you just look like a rapist. Like, yeah. what in the fuck are you doing, It took pal? me a while to, to – I thought he had, like, got something smeared on his chest when he was hiding under the ring. No, it was just, just fat and hair. Just fat and hair. And well, then, hey, man, when you're being a mayor, man, it's a busy job. No, and I get it, right? I yeah. totally get it. My first thought was, like, if you're in Knoxville, Tennessee, are you fucking pissed? Like, if you go over a speed bump in the morning, like, fucking Kane could have fixed this, but he's too busy fucking goddamn choke slamming people out in God Seattle. damn it, Kane! <laughs> you know? Like, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um you gotta like call it like you gotta go to like city council meetings and and just be like be like yeah this from the guy who pushed edge down the stairs in a wheelchair (laughs) i mean like just just go was that him who did that no or or edge uh, threw him off or who did no no no. kane threw zach Ryder off zach Ryder off the stage somebody threw somebody down steps in a wheelchair Oh, Brock Lesnar threw that one-legged kid down the... Uh, somebody threw Edge or Edge threw somebody. Oh, Edge, yeah, kicked someone down the stairs. Yeah, because he yeah. did his, his right. slap kick. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you just throw out some stuff, right? Like, Right. Right? So right? stupid. But yeah. it's just, guys, I don't know. Man, that should have... It, it w- that segment would have been really cool if it kicked off Raw. That would have been a great tone setter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you just, hey, we're in Seattle, Washington for Monday Night Raw. Shawn Michaels music instantly hit. Oh, shit. Right. Then you right. give us the whole thing. Then we can move on. But if that's your lasting impression, well, and yeah, I know. Because the then you talk about now, it all night, right? Like then you go like, yeah. oh, my God, did you see? All four guys. Just it. You know what it reminded me of is remember when. WCW was kicking the shit out of WWF. And so WWF countered with the Huckster and the Nacho Man yeah. and billion billion dollar or billion dollar Ted or whatever his yeah. name was. 
It was the real life version of those guys. Yeah. Like that's what it. Yeah. It was so slow. It was so just cathartic. I mean, it was just a B C. Yeah, how many times they stand there and look at each other? Like the knowing yeah. glances. Can we? Yeah. Yeah. That hit one time, right? When Triple H and Undertaker did it for a WrestleMania match. And that was an all time awesome moment. Not a word was spoken. They just looked at the sign. The fucking match is on. Right. Awesome. You know what you don't do is try to do it again, right? Yeah. Don't be the hangover. The hangover first movie was fucking awesome. But guess what made that movie kind of lose its luster? You made Hangover 2 and then Hangover 3. Yeah. Stop it. Like, stop with the... No, we don't fucking want this. No one wants it. You know who wants it? No one. No one. All right. We'll move on to SmackDown. They kicked it off fun. with We had some one night in Milwaukee. Yes. Let's kick it off with the best show of the week in pro wrestling SmackDown live again. Oh, one note though, that I had, um, about raw that just, you guys still haven't got it. And I totally understand that TV has changed, right? Just like you said, a TV champion. Doesn't that feel stupid? We watch things on the internet and that and DVR. And I completely get that. I one million percent. We watch everything you do. It's not like you're defending these titles and things that aren't on a TV. You right. know what I mean? Like but I, I understand that television and media is changing rapidly every day. However, I watched the majority of the first half of the Denver Broncos Kansas City Chiefs football game instead of Monday Night Raw because I right. DVR'd Raw right. But what I did do is at halftime, I turned over to Raw. Now, Monday Night Raw, writers, producers, whoever's in charge of the segments of the show, you could have won me over and kept me tuned in for the remainder of Raw. But instead, because of lack of oversight or whatever it was, you put up the Susan G. Komen, all the breast cancer survivor people are great, which again, they totally are. And I'm not saying they're not, but that's not appointment viewing. So you know what I did? I turned it back to the game. And yes, did I watch the remainder of Raw on DVR? Blah, 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 blah. Yes. But you know what you could have done? You could have won me for the night. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, think about it. You guys used to do this all the time during the Attitude Era. Hell, one year you did halftime heat right. because you knew how important the halftime show was to you. Right. What in the fuck are you guys doing now? <laughs> They're not. God damn, just layups all fucking week? Yep. Like every week, just fuck it. Like that's what I feel like every meeting ends with, right? It's a bunch of guys working really hard. Well, no, we need to change this. We need to change this. It's rewrites and rewrites and papers being thrown and all that. And then finally Vince just goes, fuck it. And then just gets up and we get this fucking shit. Yeah. God damn, man. The bureaucracy is taking over at this point. It's just fucking. I, like I said, the, it's fine. Susan G. Komen's fine. But when I t- tune into Monday Night Raw, 
I don't want to see that <laughs> in the nicest way possible. I'm not tuning in to see like who's the cancer survivor this week. What is her story? What great thing did WWE do uh, for society now? That's not why uh, I tune into Raw. <laughs> right. Oh, that was such a mistake. And here's such a fun a fact. Thing. Nobody tunes into Raw to watch that. The only people who tune into Raw to watch that are watching it because they're related to the kid. Yeah, or the lady. And, and they're kids. not watching the rest of the show. Yeah. It's so it. dumb. Eat it. Okay, SmackDown, though. Let's get to SmackDown. Woo-woo! Yep, one night in Milwaukee. Where do you think we go from here? I don't, You know, like, you know, it's well, obviously, though, the rest of the tape's going to come out, right? Something like that. Well, and that's what kind of everyone is alluding to, right? Like, actually, she was going to say, I need yeah, your help with she had a uh, bit Rusev's of a, She had a bit of an awkward look after Rusev ran off, kind of like a, you know what I mean? Like, just kind of a, it was hard to read, right? It was a good poker face. It was like, ah, what is she thinking? What is she thinking? What would be awesome is if she's like, it wasn't Milwaukee, it was Toronto! <laughs> and there's like... Actually, we didn't do anything in Milwaukee, but we did it all in Toronto. And then they, oh, I want Aiden English and Lana to be together. Whatever town the- they're in, right? She's yeah. like, right here in Toronto. And then, like, he comes out oh. and she's like, and now we're going to make out right here in Toronto, <laughs> right? And just, oh. oh, think of how cool this would be, which they won't do because they're fucking stupid. They put Susan G. Komen during halftime of a good football game. Anyhow, um, they could do this. So the Milwaukee thing is nothing, right? So the Milwaukee thing is just uh misinterpretation, right. you know, fancy editing by Aiden English. But because of how pissed off Rusev is throughout this entire thing, it pisses Lana or Lana, Lana off. You don't like, trust how me? dare you think? Mm. Yeah, you don't trust me? Well, guess what? Now I am with Aiden English, and we're making out right in this town of, you know, Seattle, Washington. Blah, 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 and they start making out. That's what they need to do. Like, I was loyal to you, and you didn't trust me. Uh, so now you... I'm going to make out with this weird, pasty, bald guy. Ha! Yeah, we're we're going to have clear gummy bears for children because we're so fucking pasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how the promo is going to go down. It's almost like you have the script. I, right. you know. I'm doing I'm doing Trish Stratus's uh, um, uh, soundtrack. I'm doing some yeah. writing here and there. You know, You're really plugged in. It's like you, you know. Yeah, I'm in it, man. I'm yeah. in it. It's it's almost like you're Vince Russo. All right, <laughs> better new, look, but better looking. Um, the new day in the bar again just felt like it was another stalling week for this storyline. You know, it felt like eating stale cereal, right? Like the yeah. cereal was fine and it's good, but it's getting stale and I don't really want to eat the next bowl, but you know what? Yeah. It, I don't want to go to the grocery store cause payday's on Friday and it's Tuesday. So fuck it. Let's just get to Friday. Like that's how the whole thing feels. Right. Yeah. That is it. Um, Daniel Bryan losing to Shelton Benjamin because you know, why? By the way, fun fact about Shelton Benjamin, you know how old he is? If you didn't know, like if I just show you Shelton Benjamin, how old do you think he is? Because you said that I'm wanting to err on the higher side, so I'd say he's probably mid-30s. He's 43. Really? Black don't crack, am, am I right? I guess. Yeah, you got R-Truth out there looking like, you know. Yeah, uh, and he's 49. Right. Huh. These athletes, right. they're fucking something else, but they look yeah. great. Uh, I liked it. 
You know why? Because hmm. even though I think Daniel Bryan is being treated like a mid Carter uh, in just kind of a crappy way, I still like the Miz uh, Daniel Bryan storyline, but it's kind of on a pause, I feel like, a little hmm. bit until we get to Super Showdown. But what I don't want Daniel Bryan to be is almost like an Undertaker thing where it's like, you know, the only men to beat Undertaker is Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and John Cena. Like, I don't want Daniel Bryan to also be that where it's like the only people to beat Daniel Bryan were Randy Orton, The Miz, and AJ Styles. Like, it's okay. Like, fuck it. He lost because of shenanigans to Shelton Benjamin. So I didn't necessarily hate the move. Yeah, I'll agree with that. And Shelton Benjamin tried to give it a go, too, with some – with some backstage promo action, you know, like try to get serious. Like I'm here to remind people who I am. It's like, oh yeah, you're reminding me of the guy who sounds like he's reading his own thoughts off of a cue card. Yeah. Hey, Shelton Benjamin, uh, take the cue from Bobby Lashley. Get you a sound uh, a mouthpiece here and fucking do some pull-ups because that's the only thing you're good at right now. Um, get out of that mic. Now, speaking of earlier, you were saying just like, just um, we were kind of talking about um, – just doing something to be sadistic and, and kind of just, you know, just angry and evil. And uh, Orton uh, with Dillinger, huh? Yeah. What a jerk. Yeah, and just vicious and, and, and uncomfortable. And he's got a, yeah, and he's got another quality similar to Baron Corbin where, you know, you walk up on him and you're like, oh, shit. Okay, I can't. All right. I, I need right. to pump my brakes here. Like, I can't even run away from this guy. guy. He's got nine-foot arms. Like, I can't. Right, yeah. Like <laughs> Obviously, I can't. I can't tell this guy what to do because you know. Yeah, I remember he'll like, do whatever he wants. Seeing Braun Strowman stare down Randy Orton one time, and I was like, I forgot how big Randy Orton is. Because yeah, like, Randy yeah. Orton's like, you're like Randy Orton could beat up Braun Strowman. Yeah, yeah. what's up, Braun? You know, <laughs> like it didn't seem that big of a, dis- a discrepancy. Yeah. But so, so Randy Orton, you're not gonna run up on right and tell him what to do. But then he also kind of has the qualities where you're like. I hope we find out you go to jail for tax evasion. Like right. you're a dickhead, you right. know? Like, so yeah. I like that he's doing this stuff. Cause I, it's good heat. Right. So like when we talk about good heels, like Miz is a good heel. Cause when he talks, I'm like, you fucking prick. Yeah, and we like, find Randy out, Orton, we find out Randy Orton has been stealing electricity from his neighbors for the last five years. So he goes to yeah. jail for that. Right. Right. Yeah. Like he has some <laughs> loophole in it tax scheme that's just so minuscule and stupid yeah. like oh it would be great if he goes to jail for insider trading like that would be a great randy right. orton crime because fuck him right that's a stupid thing to do right. uh but you're not gonna kick his ass um that's my point and so i like when he's doing the stuff to jeff hardy's ear and now to ty dillinger's hand it's yeah. like the only thing again Stop following Nakamura around with the fucking next. Uh, is Nakamura going to start feuding with um, Eric Young? And then all of a sudden you're going to beat up Eric Young? You know, like cut it out with the following Nakamura. Right. But I do like doing great. And then uh, you said it, your favorite storyline, uh, Charlotte getting a little revenge on Becky. And getting booed out of the oh, arena. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get, yeah. Get out of here, Charlotte. We do not want your prissy, beautiful ass getting cheers. No. no. We love our Becky. Hell, even Katie, the first lady I saw on Twitter, made her background on her phone 
the poster that Becky Lynch made for Super Showdown. Which was a fun poster. I like that poster. It was a fantastic poster. I love it. Only thing that was weirding me out, and I just pick up on these weird details as I watch TV because I'm a fucking weirdo. But Becky Lynch, stop with so much of your tongue moving in your mouth when you're talking. It was a lot of. Yeah, it's the Irish. Listen to yeah. Seamus talk. He's got the same quality. Well, but it was like this. I don't care. I'm brash and cocky. Like, yeah. What do you like? You know, when someone right. chews gum, it was like she was doing that, except yeah, for she was yeah, just moving that. her tongue around. And I was like, calm your mouth. Almost like she's getting ready to yodel the rest of the promo. Right. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> easy with that stuff. But uh, I thought it was great. I, again, SmackDown. Yeah, you had the Shelton Benjamin, Daniel Bryan. But again, like I said, I like it because I don't want only Daniel Bryan to lose to three, you know, legends. Like, so it was okay. Um, it's the best. I SmackDown, love it. Yeah. Love SmackDown. Like, I genuinely enjoy SmackDown. Yeah. And I and I gave uh, Impact Wrestling a go uh, based on your recommendation from last episode. Uh, uh, it wasn't... Uh, wasn't disgusted as I thought I would be, right? Like, I was like, yeah, this actually isn't, you know what I mean? Like, this is going the hard. Good. Yeah, the hard thing for Impact as a casual viewer in the sense that we are, right? We're hardcore fans, but we're casually viewing Impact is I don't know what they can do because I don't know how to write this into, you know, stories, but their crowds are so dead. It's yeah. just... It's so like I'm hearing them yell in the ring and I shouldn't necessarily hear that. You know what I'm saying? Their crowds just sit on their hands. If they had a Seattle crowd, I'm all in like one of the greatest qualities of ECW besides, I just think, you know, it was awesome was that crowd, Mm -hmm. right? Like so many iconic moments didn't even have to do with the wrestlers. It had to do with fans throwing chairs or fans bringing stop signs or fans, uh, Channing Kane Dewey or, you know, fill in the blank. Right. The crowd is a lot of the show. And when you watch impact, even though, like I said, LAX and the OGs is awesome. Austin Aries is killing it with all of his promos and in-ring work. Uh, you have Joe Hendry with his fun music videos. You have that girl that's trying to become, you know, sexy as yeah. women. Well, stuff. And right now they're in Mexico doing some kind of tour thing. So that's a bit of it too. Like maybe the crowd yeah. doesn't know who half of them are. And I so understand. Yeah, but... and, I, and I get it. And right. Hey, if Mexico is going to offer you money, take the fucking money. But from a viewer, a storyline, you know, or like watching it as a yeah. television show, you're like, you get a little get more creative with more backstage stuff that will take our attention away from that. Yeah. I you would know, agree. Yeah. Right. Get a little bit more fun, even though I think, you know, limit that. Or when you, have a dead- you, you get good at finding ways to get a live crowd hyped. There's ways to do that with side things going on. And, you know, I mean, like you can get a crowd. Uh, That's true. Artificially hyped, you know? Yeah, that is true. And maybe we're catching it kind of at the wrong time because they're in Mexico. Right. So I haven't seen a, a show from start to finish in impact wrestling since, They've been in America, right? So right. if they go back to, I don't even know if they still call it the impact zone, but if they go to the impact zone, yeah, well, then maybe go, now, yeah. yeah, maybe then the crowd's doing a wave or a hand gesture or whatever it is. And then we love it more. But yeah, the Mexico City shows, those crowds kind of fall flat. And so that's when I kind of go like, what's going on on Twitter? And so mm-hmm. that's what kind of fails yeah. them. But 
I still think they're doing good work. All right. Well, I agree. And we are doing great work as well, but we need to take a quick break from that great work, run to the bathroom, do whatever we got to do. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about this super duper down under showdown. Nailed it. Nailed it. We'll do that when we come back to the Spanish announce table. Here's a bullshit fun fact. In 1998, Time Magazine held an online poll to determine its man of the year. WWE fans went to the site and voted for Mick Foley, giving him a huge lead. Time officials later disqualified Foley's voting, stating he hasn't done anything worthy to win the award. You gave the shit to Trump. Fuck off, Time. Fun fact. The Spanish announce table. The Spanish announce table. Hey, let's start it off. But before we get into our picks, I want to know something outside of WWE that is going to be a big drawing pay-per-view juggernaut this weekend. We've got UFC 229 and arguably, I don't know if it's arguably anymore because Ronda's gone, um, but the biggest pay-per-view draw, four out of the top five biggest pay-per-views in UFC history are Conor, McGre- Conor McGregor fights. That should tell you how big of a star he is. Conor McGregor makes his return to the UFC fighting undefeated 26-0 and 0, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Say that 10 times fast. I will not. Uh, who you got just as a casual fan? You got Connor or Khabibi? Well, in a, in a comment that's going to piss you off, this is the first Probably I've heard not. of this. That does piss me off. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tim. <laughs> I mean, I think I've heard people say McGregor Khabib. Yes, I will give you this. They have not done the correct promotional uh, justice for as big of a fight as this is. They haven't done a world tour. They've only done one press conference. I also have watched nothing but like wrestling and football if it's on a TV in months. Right. But back in the day when they first signed their deal with Fox, you would see UFC 2-0 whatever it is this Saturday during a Packers-Bears game, right? Now Fox is losing their their, uh, deal with UFC and UFC next year is moving to – uh, ESPN. So it makes sense why Fox isn't doing those promos as such, but UFC itself kind of is punning it on this one as far as really doing their due diligence as far as promoting it because, hey, they're the fighters, but your title is promoter. That means you should promote, you jackasses. Mm-hmm. So I get that, but also it's been like, come on. Man. Anyhow, so Connor Khabib, who you got? Khabib, a mauling wrestler. He wrestled. Here you go. Fun fact: he rest he wrestled baby bears at the age of ten. I'm gonna go with that guy. Yeah, you should, because Khabib's fucking awesome. Yeah. Now here's the thing: Connor has fought better quality of opponents. On the other hand, Khabib has not lost a round in the UFC, and you know how hard that is. That's also, intense, yeah. MMA is not like boxing. We don't do in MMA like boxing does where we give you 15 tomato cans and then your first real fight is when you're 18 and 0. You fight killers at like five fights and on. 
So to be 26 and 0 is super impressive. Also, Connor, the fight starts on its feet. And when you start on the feet, that means striking. And the striking advantage goes to Conor McGregor. His left hand is a fucking shotgun. If it touches your chin, you're going to die probably. <laughs> uh, it's incredible the power he has in that left hand when he lands it properly. So with that being said, holy shit, Khabib, you've been hit a couple times on the feet. You might want to watch out. On the other hand, Conor McGregor gets tired after about six minutes of fighting, which is understandable because it's fucking hard. And so... If he gets tired about six minutes in, Khabib, also known for his cardio, will fuck you up. He fucked up Michael Johnson so bad, he was punching him in the face, and he said, you should just quit. He (laughs) told him while he was punching him, just quit. Just stop, and I'll stop. Yeah, that's how much of a mauler this is. Oh, man, and they got some bad blood. This is obviously, you remember when Conor McGregor threw the dolly at the bus? He was throwing it at Khabib. So that's Uh where this all stems from. Yeah. So it's going to be insane. I, I cannot convince myself that Conor McGregor lands at left hand. I just, I just can't do it. Now I picked against him against uh, Jose Aldo and he knocked out Jose Aldo in 13 seconds. So I've been wrong. Right. And I don't mind being wrong. I think for the sport bugs you a little. No, it doesn't. Cause for the sport and for the spectacle and for the casual fan, Connor winning is the best possible outcome, right? Because more Connor means more casual fans at least know of him, right? Right. But Khabib is just in the areas where in MMA it's most important to be good, he is the absolute best at. And so I just I can't convince myself that Khabib's not gonna fuck up Connor second round TKO. Like three and a half minutes in to the second round, I think. Khabib shoots a double, gets him to the ground, pins a hand to the mat, and just fucking mauls his face, and we don't see Conor ever again. That's just key. that's what my gut always says. I you could think be Conor wrong. McGregor would go away. Fuck yeah, he made so much money off of Floyd Mayweather. He's not doing this for money. He's doing this because you know he's in a dick waving competition with Khabib, and Khabib smacked up his best friend. So this is some personal shit. Like the whole thing about the the bus and the dolly is because the day before, this is how insane Conor McGregor is, and one of the reasons why I love him. The day before, his friend Artem Lobov was fighting in the UFC. So was Khabib, right? In New York. Khabib and his little Russian mafia corner Artem Lobov and was like, hey, you tell Conor that we're going to fuck him up. And they smacked Artem Lobov around. And Artem was like outnumbered. And he realized like, fuck, this is not good for me. I better just, you know, take this smacking and deal with it. Right. And security right. and everything separated. Well, Artem tells Conor McGregor, Hey, fucking Khabib smacked me up and said he's going to fuck you up. So Connor got on a private jet from Dublin, Ireland and flew to New York. And was like, we're going to fuck Khabib up. And because Conor McGregor is the stupidest person in the world when it comes to time, his uh, little promotion called Mac Life had a press credential. They're holding the door open for Khabib or for Conor to come in to jump Khabib before the fight. Conor shows up late, misses it, and so then runs down to the bus as the fighters are leaving. He still wants to beat up Khabib. He's banging on the thing. People aren't letting Khabib off the bus because obviously it's a crazy man outside the bus. 
And so that's when Connor found a dolly and said, chuck it in at your face and chuck that shit at the bus. Isn't that crazy? That is Connor crazy. is insane. Connor yeah. is insane. I love Connor because Connor is the most confident person in the world. I get nervous when I get a call from a number I don't know. And here this <laughs> motherfucker is just fighting any goddamn person in the world. Motherfuckers that have fought bears. That's true. He's he's throwing dollies at buses, and, and I get worried if my boss is like, hey, can you see me? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, oh, this I can't. This, oh, this <laughs> yeah. is it. Oh, I'm fired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Connor don't give a fuck. I love him. I love him. He is, oh, God, he is the most entertaining sports figure outside of like a Yasiel Puig or, you know, someone of that nature. I just love a contrarian. He's a contrarian. Love it. Love it. Love it. Connor. But I think he's going to get fucked up. All right. Super showdown. All right. Super duper down under showdown show is on the WWE network on October the 6th. Right now, as of this recording, it is October 3rd, so we're coming up close to it. By the way, you know how I know it's October 3rd, Tom? I've got um, at work. Day, do what? Day after my birthday? Mm-hmm. So That's day why. after my birthday. That's why I know, yeah. yeah. Uh, but also I knew because when I go into work, I've got a present from one of my children from, you know, I don't know, birthday or Christmas or something, right? Give me a lot of K-State-themed apparel, right? Mm-hmm. And things. And um, this is a calendar, and you may have seen something like this, and uh, even if it's not team theme, but you've seen it. It's it's blocks that like have the numbers all on them, like dice, and you kind of turn the day, and there's like a bar for the month, and you like so today it said October second from yesterday, so I gotta f- turn it to the O three, right? So the O two, right? There we go, October third, and then I looked over at the guy. Who sits, you know, like across uh, over me, these other cubicles, he's standing up and I was like, hey man, I was like, I think this calendar is backwards. And he was like, why? And I was like, well, the point of the calendar is to tell me what goddamn day it is. And every day I got to tell this fucking calendar what day it is. (laughs) This is stupid. Why am I doing this? Why am I working for (laughs) this calendar? I was like, what? This is dumb. Like every day, I gotta come in here and flip this thing, or, or I don't, and I look like an idiot. Everybody's like, "Go ahead and change this calendar in like seven days." I just gotta, maybe you know, it's a gift though. You know, you feel bad about like maybe this just goes in the drawer, right? Like- I'll tell you, I'll tell you this: that is the most you've ever sounded like me in this <laughs> podcast history. <laughs> that is such a gripe that I would have this calendar. What the hell? Well, it just hit me because I was like, oh, man, I got to change this. The date's wrong. And I was like, oh, it's the third. And the thing is, it's not just this easy like, oh, you just turn it, right? Because the three's on a different spot and you turn it. And then when it's October and when I got to move the month and like every day, why? (laughs) Like, why am I doing this? Why am I taking two minutes out of my day every day to mess with this calendar? Uh, That's funny. Yeah. All right. So October 6th, the WWE super slow down on the WWE network. We're going to kick it off with the WWE WWE cruiserweight championship, Cedric Alexander and buddy Murphy. What do you think, Tom? Well, I also think that it's great that this is taking place in Australia and not in America, because that means I can watch this in the morning and still watch UFC 229 at night. Ha ha. Thank you. 
Uh, and LOL, haha. LOL, haha. You have to say both. <laughs> you have to say both. That was a good classic moment. <laughs> you don't have to say both. Um, I've got Cedric Alexander because I don't know what the damn storyline is. And so I'm just punting because I'm going with conservative. I don't know. I haven't seen either two of these guys wrestle a full match outside of that one fucking thing that I shared with you where they did the suplex outside of the ring thing. I think I'm going to say Buddy Murphy because over their entire careers, I've probably seen that I remember two Buddy Murphy matches, and that's twice as many as I can say for Cedric Alexander. So I'm going to go with Buddy Murphy. All right. All right, Buddy Murphy. Good reason. How does he not have some redneck gimmick? How's he not Buddy Murphy? Right? Like, what are we doing? What is he? Like, Uh, what is he? He's just a jacked up. He always has to weigh in. I know that because they say he's over 205. So he has to weigh in and all this stuff. And he's a monster and yada, yada, yada. So if he's too fucking big, just put him on the main roster. 207. He's really going to come in and kick some ass. But that's what I'm saying. So you got that fucking guy that's like, I got to weigh in to make this show. And then you got Chad Gable going like, I'm good. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. Then we've got I'm 170. Then we've got this budding uh, women's tag team division kicking off here. Asuka and Naomi taking on the Iconics. We already talked about the Iconics, uh, how much we love them. But what do you think love. of this odd couple pairing of Naomi and Asuka? I want the Iconics, and I'm going with them. Iconics. Iconic! Love it. Going with them. Well, yeah, I mean, they're from Australia. Yeah, they're totally going over in this match. Well, WWE Logic always tells you if you're in your hometown, you lose. Not in this. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What's your reasoning behind this? Fake news. Tom used to be a well-respected. Here's my tweet. Here's my presidential tweet. Tom used to be very respectable. Uh, now, uh, full of fake news. Sad. I heard he's not even from this country. <laughs> SmackDown Tag Team Champ. Yeah, the Iconics are winning that. SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The New Day versus The Bar. I really don't care about this at all, but I feel like The New Day are going to win. Yeah, because fuck The Bar. Yeah, they get a dance and throw pancakes all around the crowd. New day, right? Yep. They'll find all kinds of great jokes that say down under, make it vaguely, oddly, maybe sexual if you think about it a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I just, yeah, like I said, stale cereal. You're going to eat it because payday's on Friday and it's Tuesday and you don't have the money to pay for something new, but you're over it. Yeah. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Daniel Bryan's winning. They're doing the yes chance. No. Because the winner gets a WWE championship match. And so it's going to be The Miz. I got The Miz. Shady Tactics. Yep. Yeah, you got a point. I forgot about the the number one contender. Yeah, Kangaroo kicks uh, Daniel Bryan in the dick. Something Uh like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. God, that would be fun. If you had uh, a kangaroo come to ringside, it turns out to be Maurice, and she yeah. blow blows Daniel Bryan. That'd be yeah, the fun. kangaroos, they're the whole time. But that's so old school WWE. Like That's <laughs> like putting the damn telephone booth on the stage in London. Yep. Oh, but they yep. still do that, huh? 
Yeah, they, they'll go oh, they after that. Yeah, they'll do that. God, they love that. Yeah, they're going to have stuff upside down. They're going to like have koalas running around. <laughs> R-Truth is just going to be completely confused the entire time. He'll probably do like three backstage segments oh, where they're like, he's gonna, Australia! Yeah, he's going to try to do his uh, Steve Irwin impression. Yep. Make some Crocodile Dundee jokes. Oh, it's yeah, coming. He, We've got some fans over there. As hard as it may be to believe that we do have fans, we even also have fans in New Zealand? Is it? I, I don't know. Is it? Or is it New Australia? Zealand? Now, this one's legit because now I can't remember which one it was. So they're going to get yeah. mad all over again. It's that one. But are you guys going to the show? Hit us up at Table Show and, you know, use hashtag Tweet the Table. And uh, I'm not uh, going to. Well, not if they're in New Zealand. <laughs> well, well, I mean, but it's a short little hop over the. Hey, Ocean? The shows are, hey, the show's in Brooklyn. You're going to go even though you live in London? <laughs> no, but that's not the same. No, there's – if you live like in Staten Island into, into New York, you know, like there's a difference. No? Yep. Totally a difference. Speaking of Tweet the Table, I'm going to look up and see if anybody did it. We haven't talked about that in a while. Um, but – Do what? B-double-D does. I see him doing it. Yeah, remind everybody. Hashtag tweet the table. And if you're going to this uh, super slow down, down under super show thing, uh, you know, you can maybe get a sign. A little hashtag tweet the table or an at the table show, you know, a little something, a little something, something, a little love for us, right? Yeah, that'd be great. And you will get, uh, for your troubles, we will send you overnight our appreciation. Whoa, overnight, Nick overnight not like these shirts right we are sending this appreciation immediately that is awesome right god you were so fucking bad about those shirts <laughs> are you sure yeah was, no was you me? sucked i thought it was yeah you. no it was one million percent you hmm. man hmm really yeah that was me huh Yes, yeah, was he? Uh, speaking of, uh, at Chris Mercado twenty three says the new day has gotten staler than left open cereal. Hashtag tweet the table at b underscore double underscore d says the shield is not a brand. Be sure to pick up your new shield shirt at the concession stand. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, point because yeah, Dean Ambrose. This isn't a brand. This isn't a thing. This is a brotherhood. Shut up. Yeah, shut up, dude. Um, and. <laughs> Another quick fun one before we move on. At B underscore double underscore D says, Old bald HBK really made me feel old as shit. Hashtag tweet the table. I thought the same thing. Honestly, didn't notice that under the hat he was bald. And then so I thought, I was like, did they just rip his wig off? Did they just rip his wig off? Because then it's a lot cooler if they like ripped a wig off and showed us that he's really bald. But no, he's just bald. And well, as remember it, he got a haircut. Remember, he got a haircut during WrestleMania to where it was like a buzz cut. So right. I was kind of used to that. Yeah, but now, you're yeah, right. Now he's all right. Bald. I forgot about that, but he's bald. Yeah. They're all fat and bald and old. Well, not they Triple all H. look like me. I mean, you know, a little bit better looking than me, but, you know. But, but not Triple H. Triple H still looks jacked. And Shawn Michaels looks like an in shape, you know, 50 yeah, But they just look old. Yeah, he looks weathered. He looks like an old leather bag that was left out in the rain, but he's still in good shape. Kane and Undertaker are not. They look fucking horrible. They look like 
they look like your stepdad trying to still think he can make the high school football team. Right. Uh, you ever watch Storytime on the network? No. Oh, you should watch that. Uh, Mojo has a story about his stepdad, uh, who he hated, right? His mom's new boyfriend, uh, challenging him to a, like, at a school fair to a, like a medieval jousting competition. <laughs> it's just a really fun story. I mean, you know, Mojo, right? So, uh, you get the idea, but yeah, you should watch that show. That's a good one. That's a good way to kill a few minutes when you're just like, all right, trying to fall asleep or something. This is some story right. time. Check that okay. one out. It's funny. Well, all right. Good. We will move on then. So you got the Miz. Yep. I'll go with Daniel Bryan just to be different, but I think you're right. All right, John Cena and Bobby Lashley taking on Kevin Owens and Elias. This has got Cena Lashley written all over it, doesn't it? A million percent. Now, here's the thing. Do you think John Cena debuts that sixth move of doom Mm. on a pay-per-view? Because he did it at a house show in Shanghai, and it was fucking stupid. By the way, he released a video sometime recently of him shadow boxing. I've seen kids with handicaps that fucking shadow box better than John Cena. Jesus Christ. You always Whoever said is, his stance, like he'd break his wrist oh, the first punch he took. Oh, no, it's so bad. He's like jogging in place, which you'd never have seen anyone do. And then like the way he like evades a punch is he just like punches down at his dick. He's like, Bleh. and then his jabs and like crosses and hooks are like so like like uh, it's wait, so wait, wait. I'm, I'm gonna go and watch oh, and focus on you. this next time yeah, but you're telling me right now he punches the... at his dick to get away from punches yeah like you know when you like move like your head like you're supposed to have head movement you know but yeah. what you're supposed to do is if you're gonna move your hand so he's trying to do like a slide on the dance floor right where he like kind of oh it's the worst yeah. okay punches oh his dick i'll show you right now hold on yep oh, here it is I missed the spanish announce table <laughs> oh my god yeah it's the fucking worst tim i swear to god <laughs> all right so, but yeah, this is definitely easily going Cena and Lashley over. We're going to get the song. We're going to get it interrupted. We're going to get the, the match starts because, you know, the fight ensues and Cena and Lashley win, even though Kevin Owens and Elias tried to cheat somehow. And, and there we go. Everybody loves it. Yeah. You know, the fantastic four and that fucking brick man that mm-hmm. moves all like bricks. That's what Cena's fucking standup looks like, except for he jogs in place for some reason. And then he evades punches by punching himself in the dick. <laughs> it's so stupid. What well, I tell you what, doing? I tell you what, if I start to fight you and you start punching yourself in the dick, I'm going to stop fighting you. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, all right, you know what? Never mind, man. Just keep yeah. it. It's 20 bucks. Whatever. I just, <laughs> Get on your phone right now. Let's take a pause. Get on your phone. I sent it to you, and it's a few, like, tiles on Instagram. Instagram. I sent it to your Instagram. And it's a few tiles, so you got to, like – and then whoever posted this is like, do you want to see John Cena in a boxing match? Fuck no. Not if you care about his health. (laughs) And then go to the video. It's the fucking worst, man. And I'm not trying to be mean, but – Whoever is in his inner circle needs to watch that and be like, this ain't it, okay? Like, let's post some squats, some deadlifts, some power cleans, something where you look like a million dollars because you look great doing that. This shit, you look stupid. 
you're hunched over you're it's i'm not saying i'm an expert i'm not trying to say i know i sound like all the time when i talk about fighting i've been in some gym wars so i have a little bit of credibility this looks bad but it's fucking horrible. I don't know anything about it, but I can tell you this looks like a. But, this looks like. But, he kind of looks like comes. somebody threw JBL in the ring. But here it comes. He's punching his dick here in a second. Oh, Punch yeah. It. What was that? Look at it. <laughs> what is he doing? And his what uppercut. What is he doing? Why is he doing that weird ass? Yeah. He was teaching him. Oh, it's the best. God, that is the worst thing of the year. Um, he's swaying his hips the whole time, too, man. He's like he's hula dancing while he's doing this thing. This is bad. Yeah. Man, John. Pa- CM Punk looked better, and that's John. fucking bad. Uh, so going back to this, um, <laughs> I hope he does that stupid back fist that's so dumb where he just stomps the ring and then throws a back fist because that move sucks. But does he do that? Do you think he does that? Yeah, why not? Okay, there you go. Yeah, you're going to wager a point down on under. Call, right? Yeah, why not? The down under itself. thunder, right? I'll just call it something stupid. You'll have a new color hat. The SmackDown Women's Championship, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Becky Lynch is winning this. I think so, too. I think they're putting too much effort into her to just have it flipped again. Right. Although maybe then she chases that way because that got her over, too. But I wonder... My curiosity goes to how the crowd will react in Australia, unlike how it's been in America, to Becky Lynch and Charlotte. You know, will they just be like, well, we're told to cheer Charlotte, so I guess we got yeah, to. True That's that. what I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah, and I, I don't know, yeah, it how how they go with that, right? Whether she stays the champion as Becky Lynch or she chases because Charlotte Flair won it back because they want to keep that lightning in a bottle depends on how they book it though. Right. If they're trying to make her the, the crowd loves the, you know what I mean? The angry, you know what I mean? Finally breaking the rules, uh, person, but we're behind them. Then yes, she should chase. But if you're playing, she's the heel beating people up, then no, she's got to be the champ. I mean, I, everything she says is warranted, right? So she, if you follow her on Twitter and in, in the storyline, she's saying like, I deserve to be on the posters. I deserve yeah. to be on the, all the things. And she's not on the promotional poster. Right. And it's like, well, yeah, well now I'm more behind Becky Lynch. Cause what she's saying is valid and right. legit. So I hope they go with, I hope they keep the whole dynamic, but just make Becky Lynch the baby face. Right. Like Charlotte turns into the mean girl. Right. So you know, Charlotte has long. to cheat to win and win this title then. No, I still got Becky. Ronda Rousey and the Bella twins taking on the riot squad. Are we going to get all of the riot squad in this? Yeah. I guess she could yeah. not have to do much and be protected. Well, and she's cleared now. I Is think she? she's all right. Yeah. Just mild concussion then. Well, by the way, though, you see, she uh, changed her, the color of her hair. So Brie Bella kicked her so hard and made her change the color of her hair. Kick the peroxide out of her hair. Didn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's pink now. Her okay, hair's pink. All right. Great. Uh, I got the Rhonda and the Bellas and I got the same thing. I'm I'll wager a point or whatever we're doing on that. Still, sure. uh, Nikki and Brie are going to turn on Rhonda you know after they do the thing. Wager 500 points. I got 600. Why yeah. not? Why five? Yeah. You sure that's it? I'll go. All right. A million. Yeah, that's what I already wrote down. 
Um, yeah, yeah, they're winning. That this is. Uh, yeah, you might be right about the the Bella twins turn because Brie Bell can just go away and Nikki Bella can take the mm-hmm. please like Brie Bella can go away and then the Nikki Bella can take over that. Um, but yeah, they're definitely yeah. winning. They're definitely yeah, winning. And by the way, Daniel Bryan, shout out to you for defending your wife, which as you should, and I totally get it. But again, the sample size of Brie Bella's matches is the reason why most of us, myself included is saying that she shouldn't be a wrestler. You can talk all the time about how you almost injured Randy Orton or you almost injured uh, Cien Almas, all this stuff, but your body of work shows that you don't consistently do this. Hmm. In the limited time that the last five matches that we've seen Brie Bella post baby, she's damn near killed two people, one being herself. Right. So, yeah. What we're we're saying is right now it's not going well. (laughs) And right now she should chill. Yeah. That that's what we're saying. We're not We've got a place called the performance center that yeah. you can go and, to. Exactly. And if you know, you're, you're tired of all the hate, like, you know, join the trend, stop being on social media. Right. There you go. Yeah. There you all go. right. WWE championship, AJ styles and Samoa Joe. What do you think happens here, man? What do you think? I still got AJ. I got AJ. I got, I got, I got the Miz that beats AJ. I think a Miz beats AJ. I got, I, then I think we got Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan, which will be fun. But I've got AJ winning here. Next pay per view, Miz wins. Yeah, because, yeah, if they're going to book Samoa Joe to win the WWE Championship, you'd think Daniel Bryan wins, right? Mm-hmm. But that storyline, but that storyline with a title doesn't, to me hold a lot of weight. If you do that as like uh we're just two guys, then you can have more fun with it, right? You could say Yeah, it doesn't there's not much to it with the story with the title thing. It's like, yeah, great. Right. Yeah. yeah nobody it just cares. Seems like, okay. Right. But with yeah. AJ, you could say, I'm the guy that's built this house. I'm the guy that's hold this title for the longest it's been since SmackDown Live. You know, blah blah blah. Well, and then Miz can counter with, well, I'm the guy that, you know, has the ratings. I'm the guy with the reality show. And then you get that headbutt. Hey. You got WWE could still do this too. I mean, they could have AJ Styles win and still just plan to do the face versus face match for the title. So you got Styles oh. versus Daniel Bryan. Woo! And then turn AJ a little heel. Go back to the beat John Cena up, except oh, for I doubt it. I bet they just go boring and go like. Yeah, I know. Damn it. Let me just have my moment to think that they're actually there. <laughs> I know? think Samoa Joe wins. All right. I think he does something dirty evil yeah but i don't know what it is i don't know what it is all right the shield and or the shield take on braun Strowman, dolph ziggler and drew mcintyre they take on braun Strowman and the killer d's it's a better name than what they were trying to go with that god of dogs or whatever the fuck it was the dogs of war i think they were trying to sure, push that and they're like right. this is stupid the rob dogs and by the way Dove Ziggler looks like a million dollars and always has. Mm-hmm. But when you're that small in comparison to Braun and Drew McIntyre, right. when you throw your hands up and yell, it kind of looks stupid. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just aesthetically. Just yeah. aesthetically. You every just got to be it, you like, still. You got to be yeah. the showboat. Because, yeah, like uh, Scott Hall never threw his fist up like Diesel. He just went and posed in the corner. You know what I mean? Like did right. his own thing. 
Yeah, you can. Yeah, do like a flex and kiss your bicep. Something that right. you know shows that you love yourself. But point when to you your do abs, the frog, like you yeah. know, yeah. wink at girls. Frog, you don't. Yeah, it no. just doesn't it's not translate. intimidating. You go wink at girls and show off, and right, you be the show off. Yeah. Right. All right. Um. Gosh. Uh. I feel like the Shield are gonna win this. Yeah. They leave through the crowd. This is, I feel like this is going to be another commercial, just like the greatest Royal Rumble. I don't think we're getting a lot of movement here, except for Miz. I think Miz will be the only movement to justify it. This wasn't exactly like the great uh, Royal Rumble. That's the only thing different. Yeah. All right. Undertaker, Triple H. Oh, fuck off. Who cares? <laughs> it's the main event, man. That's the main event. Well, I don't know. It's what's listed at the top of their preview. Fuck off. It might be. <laughs> I hate that, man. It might not be. <laughs> it will they might be. put the shield on last. No, it'll be this. I've got Undertaker. Yeah, me too. I mean, he just beat John Cena in 25 seconds. Well, and they call this for the last time ever, but that's because it's one-on-one because what's going to happen is Kane and Shawn Michaels are going to get involved in the next big thing. It's going to have The Undertaker and Kane versus DX. And... Yeah, Brothers of Destruction yeah. versus DX. Yeah, and they'll pull out the DX shtick again and sell a bunch of new merch. I'll probably buy it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love DX. I mean, they're fun, right? They'll hawk yeah. some junk. and yeah. Yeah. I even like that second version because Shawn Michaels was fun. And Triple H had a lot of fun, too, with the little sex jokes when Shawn Michaels wasn't looking. And remember, one of the greatest DX moments of all time was when Eric Bischoff said that they weren't uh, edgy enough and Shawn Michaels super kicked everyone backstage. <laughs> yeah, that was so great. Yeah. Just so super they, kick, they super do- kick, super kick. Just Yeah. They can they can still do some fun stuff. Oh, but yeah. this is going to be bullshit. Yeah, this is going to be bad. Uh I've got Undertaker. I've got maybe a false finish where Shawn Michaels running away from Kane rolls into the ring, super kicks Shawn or super kicks Undertaker. Uh, Kane chokeslams him. Kane gets a pedigree. Undertaker rises up from the dead, gives Triple H the tombstone. One, two, three. I literally just booked that. That's fucking how it's going to happen. Damn it. That is exactly how that's going to go down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you willed that into existence. Thanks a lot. I hate myself. Blame T Mac. Hashtag blame T Mac. Right that's dumb. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of this dumb, check out the Super Showdown October sixth, and uh, pay us money. WWE, you should advertise with us. Yeah, and maybe fly us out there to Australia to catch the uh, Super Showdown. No, I'm not missing Connor and no, Khabib. Fuck that. Australia. They'll show it over there. All right, but I'm not missing it. Like, they're not making me do work for them. Uh, I don't know this. Sh- nope. We'll just sit there and talk about it. Yep. That's we'll what just we do. we'll just Monday morning quarterback the shit out of this product, boy. I tell you what, you know what's the best thing? The thing they didn't tell you about. You the know, thing I told you about. Uh, well, because if one thing can be assured is that we could do it better yeah because you know what sitting in a chair telling you about fun things is way better than actually seeing it come to fruition 
Right, and it's it's just as easy as actually doing the thing. Right. I mean, come on. Right. Fun dead guy. That's still over. <laughs> Fun dead guy, and 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 this right here. <laughs> still, we'd be still pouring in money. Like like it was back in the Attitude Era, Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Austin rock style. Right, and then maybe sprinkle in a little bit. Of- Hello. <laughs> we just ride to the top, man. Right to the top, right here, space <laughs> right down, save. All right, well we we're gonna we gotta take a break and go make some of this money, and we will be back next week uh, with more Spanish Dance Table. Fun fact: the first Undertaker versus Kane match took place in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. The Spanish Announce Table. Bow, bow, bow.